0: And right now, brought to you by your North Texas Ford Dealers Ford, Built for Texas, built for you, Dallas Cowboys owner and general manager, Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir.
1: As Kevin, Mike. Good morning. What a beautiful day.
0: It is a beautiful day. I. I know that you are involved in – we talk a lot of Cowboys, but you are involved in all things NFL. I was hoping you can kind of walk us through the league or your mindset about adding that 17th game for next year and going forward, and then how do you feel about the potential rollback of some preseason games?
1: Well, uh, I think I look at it holistically. Uh, We play uh, uh, 20 games a year before we get to the playoffs – Four of those right now, uh, the two home, two away, uh, are preseason games and then 16 of them are regular season games. Uh, we've agreed with the uh, Players and Players Association that we would increase uh, the 16 to 17 games and that logically says, well, if you keep uh, uh, 20 games for instance uh, and uh, when you think about games you think about the uh, stadiums that they're involved in you think about our fans you think about uh, uh, certainly from the standpoint of what we gain by having preseason games Uh, our preseason games are are, or have uh, parts of them that are criticized but boy is there a part of them that are very needed for us to have the kind of quality of play and the kind of interest in our game that we need so that's a long way of setting the table Uh, I think that uh, uh, I could see uh, uh, maybe having a preseason game uh, uh, every other year uh, that you play one uh, that would make you two on the road and one at home uh, to uh, complement a uh, a nine-game regular season by increasing your season from uh, the 16 games to the 17 games. So I know I'm not real clear there, but you really need a chart to look at it. But uh, I'd say uh, uh, a, uh, a le- maybe a lessening uh, a, a by, by a game uh, every other year and an increasing the regular season by a game.
0: And do you believe that regular, I know it hasn't been approved, or you guys haven't agreed on everything just yet, but do you think that 17th game will be in place for the 2021 season?
1: I do. My personal opinion is that it will. Now, we did not uh, agree on that the other day at our meeting, but we've agreed uh, to uh, uh, do it, uh, look at it, and do it, and we've got it in our collective bargaining agreement uh, that begins this year, our new one. And so it's something that uh, we certainly have an agreement with the players to do. And uh, uh, prior to the last uh, uh, agreement that we had that uh, we're in the 10th year of it, uh, then this was totally a a, a club decision or a league decision, not a joint player league decision. Uh, But uh, uh, for the last uh, 10 years, it's uh, been a mutual decision with the league and the players and now then we've agreed to carry it forward to 17 and that'll sure happen.
0: We got a lot of other stuff to talk about. I definitely know that. I'm curious if you can give us last question on this, any more insight about why uh, the league didn't come to that agreement just yet to for sure hammer home that 17th game for 2021.
1: Didn't need to. Uh, we've got uh, several meetings ahead here in the off season and it just wasn't something we had to uh, uh, address and we wanted to, uh, Each one of us uh, uh, think about it more and think about uh, if there are any nuances that we could uh, add to it. Uh, I'm talking about uh, from a perspective of each individual owner. Uh, Boy, you'd be surprised. Uh, You get some really good ideas when you invite it uh, as to uh, uh, from uh, your perspective of 32 different teams. Uh, I'm a big believer that... uh, we're, as a league, we're in the 32 greatest markets in the country. Uh, we've got a uniform, most popular game, and, and uh, we get great input from these individual clubs. And that's important, that we get it on this issue.
2: Well, Jerry, since you had this meeting, I was wondering this, from a Cowboys perspective and then from an NFL perspective, obviously coronavirus has hurt all organizations, do you guys have kind of a number on how much it's hurt the Dallas Cowboys and then how much it's hurt the NFL financially?
1: Well, I actually think that when the dust settles, that uh, we are going to be uh, standing tall in a very challenging and compromising year. Uh, uh, we uh, uh, hope to have led all uh, sport. Uh, but have led all individual entities within a sport, the Cowboys hope to have had the greatest attendance uh, in the country. And uh, hopefully we uh, uh, will do that with a good, uh, and we're going to have a great crowd uh, Sunday, and then hopefully we'll have a great crowd Christmas week against Philadelphia. Uh, And we've done that with uh, literally no uh, COVID. Uh, But we don't have any, Uh, Any, Uh, I have read where there potentially were eight, but we don't have anybody that has officially uh, stepped out and said we got this coming to a ball game. And if you look around the country, these football games, particularly uh, the ones that have the room and the open air about them, uh, they have not been a conduit to uh, spreading COVID at all. And so. uh, uh that's a a great thing to point out uh i uh, don't want to do it until we're uh looking back at it uh, just because we've still got some real challenges ahead over the next couple of months but uh it's really uh to me apparent that the open air the air circulation the things you get from an outdoor event and you keep your proper distancing and you keep your mask and you uh, just use common sense uh, that you can do that COVID-free. And uh, uh, to that end, I want that to uh, be something that we point to as we look years ahead at how we handled and how we can handle any uh, similar type incident in the future. But I'm really pleased uh, today uh, that uh, as a league, the way we've approached it, uh, we're constantly adjusting protocol, constantly adjusting how to do it constantly adjusting the exposure between the staffs and the players. And by the way, uh, just to give you the experience of the NFL, we are not getting any meaningful. Now, every case is meaningful, but we're not getting any meaningful cases between players when they play on the field or when they're practicing. Our our, uh, instance of touching our staff or players comes from mainly staff or from other associated uh, 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 exposure, such as uh, uh, people who prepare meals or people who do the cleaning and things like that. That's what's creating uh, more of an exposure for players than than, uh, that, staffs.
2: Jerry, interesting because, you know, the vaccine is here. I know doctors, frontline workers are getting them right now as we speak, and I'm sure it's months away from uh, more of the general public being able to get it. Will it be mandatory for everybody involved in the NFL to get the shot as soon as it is available to them so come March and April as you're preparing in the offseason, offseason workouts, the draft, that you can do everything back to normal because everybody has the vaccination in the NFL?
1: Uh, Your key word is mandatory. And we haven't done anything mandatory when you really get down to it. We didn't bubble. Uh, we didn't do those things, uh, starting with the players. Now, we've done more uh, more succinct uh, best practice uh, uh, with staff uh, and within the organizations and certainly within the stadiums. And we've done those things, and uh, we've done a, uh, what I would call a Real good job. Not a pretty good job, but a real good job. Uh, But uh, everybody's learning. Now, let me get real clear. Uh, I don't know the answers, and I'm not talking to anybody that have them, period, anywhere. Uh, But I know we've evolved. I'm a different person regarding many of these issues than I was last March. There's nothing more convicted than somebody that has... uh, uh, been an abuser and then gone ahead. I'm your strongest person you could meet about doing everything I can not to catch COVID. And I mean, I'm uh, just uh, type A when it comes to uh, protecting and trying to protect those that need uh, protection. Uh, that's a full circle. I was uh, uh, not quite as uh, disciplined or, or mentally, mentally ready for it back in uh, May, June, July. So I've come full circle. Uh, uh, this is a tragedy that we've had uh, in this country, and it's a tragedy at what is happening to the our financial underpinning. And uh, it's going to be the biggest success when, as a country, and uh, that we come back and we have a uh, uh, a uh, COVID spike, which I sure hope we do, as opposed to long term effects of all the economics, of all the tragedy uh, that this has incurred. We all see every day the death. But, boy, what, we're, what we just or know is there is this unbelievable price that we have paid uh, with our workforce and with our lives of people. Uh, this country, uh, if you take a person 12 or 13 years old today and project them into the workforce over the next 40, 50 years, and you take people about 60 today and project them another 12 years. We've added about five years worth of work for everybody on this planet to make up for this COVID. There,
0: there's been a lot of talk and, you know, former presidents have come out and said they would do it and everything like that. I'm curious. It's not mandatory. Like you just said, you personally, would you want to go ahead and get the COVID vaccine?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I've, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm down the line, uh, but uh, of course I would and uh, want the deserved and the vulnerable uh, to uh, get it uh, the, uh, and the ones that are obviously uh, uh, the, the neediest and the ones that we rely on the most to get it. I, we all want that. Uh, but at a point in time, or to make the point, that I believe so much the vaccine is the way out uh, I'm I'm a big proponent of doing it yesterday.
0: I'm curious as far as Sunday's game goes against the 49ers. I know there's still a couple of days, but do you anticipate Zeke being able to roll out there on Sunday?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And now that's uh, uh, Jerry Jones saying it, and that's not my ankle and my hamstring and my, uh, my knees, so it's easier for me to say, but... Uh, In in terms of my understanding of where he is uh, in terms of of knowing Zeke, which is huge, huge. Now, it's hard to keep that guy down uh, from the standpoint of something physical. And, boy, he understands. He wrote the book on how to play with pain and how to be compromised physically to play. So I expect him to play. So,
2: Jerry, this isn't about – getting flexed to noon. We talked about that last week, but there was a quote yesterday from Jalen Smith uh, about just getting flexed out, and he said, if the owner ain't tripping, we good. And what I was wondering about that quote is, when was the last time that you got mad at this team and showed your frustration with how they've been playing?
1: Well, uh, candidly, uh, uh, the the problem I have is when I get mad at Team, I'm mad at it myself. Uh, and uh, that's not a problem. That's just a fact. And so that uh, uh, I can't be critical of our team without being critical of, of myself. Now, that's not a problem. But I would like for everybody to know that that is a fact. And I know exactly why we didn't catch the ball. And I know where it it uh, is. Uh, uh, where, where the initial uh, decisions are made to get the ball caught. And it's a nice little chain of events that have to happen. Uh, but when uh, see, uh, when uh, we're, we're going across, see these 88s going across that end zone, there's been a lot of stuff going on, decisions made, bad and good, for him to catch that pass. And that's the way we're structured. Well, how we're structured with the Cowboys is really – Uh, uh, very succinct, and it goes from me to the coach to the coaches and right on down, right on to the player. Now, there are a lot of people in between that are making big impact in uh, the decision and condition of how the player is getting there, Uh, but we've got one of the most straight lines from who's writing the check to what's happening on the field there is in sport.
0: The last thing I've got for you today, Jerry, is I know it's still mathematically pro- possible it'd be really, really difficult to make the playoffs. Speaking, you get the opportunity to speak directly to the fan base right here on 105 Through the Fan. Why would you encourage them to watch the Cowboys over this last three weeks?
1: Well, uh, I, I like to be uh, a little colorful and say our ball is oblong which means when it hits the ground, you don't know which way it's going. The game is designed to have a lot of, if you'll overuse my favorite term, a lot of ambiguity. And there's so much that can go on when you run a play or in a series, and so much that can happen uh, to for the outcome of a game. And um, I certainly can dream of sugar plums if we could win these last three ball games. Now, there's got a lot, of, uh, a lot of other things, and I don't even need to get into that about uh, explaining it. But we went out, and I will say this, I sure uh, would should be allowed to see a, uh, an Andy Dalton hitting on all cylinders, as I, I think he's very capable of. Uh, uh, Zeke, our offensive line, uh, playing like they did against Baltimore, and they played real good against Baltimore. Uh, I could see that happening. I could see a defense that uh, uh, gets, in the, uh, gets in the groove uh, uh, better, to say that. I could see all of that. And uh, uh, I, I just have to think that way, and I do think that way. And I think that way about not just football, but I think that way about our, what gets the football down the field.
0: Thank you very much for joining us yet again. We look forward to talking with you every single week, and best of luck on Sunday.
1: You bet, guys. You bet. Let's have a big weekend. It's a big one out at that stadium. we got that Big 12, and, and man, here we've come in behind against uh, entertaining the San Francisco 49ers. Let's go. It's good to be alive.